0: You know, give me that like that the entire time. Yeah. All right. And welcome back. This is going to be a slightly different episode as we're going to be combining the two formats of Potentially Harmful and Torn Bear. So, this is the new version, Torn Harmful. I am joined by my special guest, super duper friend and co worker, Pseudo. Hey guys. How's it going? <laughs> Of course, it is that time of the month where the spooky things are aflutter, so we have had a bit of discussion back and forth, and we've decided to go with the topic of fear. Fear? That wasn't very fearful. Fear. There you go. When I say fear, what does that make you think of? Um probably immediately horror movies yeah yeah i would say so i mean just just from the society we're living in okay it's just immediately i think a bad horror movie is oh like uh, the b ones is there any a horror movies (laughs) Uh, well yeah yeah. because you have the more mainstream ones where you have i guess you have you could say the cult classics like um uh, evil dead that's more of a b movie yeah yeah all of the like Nightmare on Elm Street and Fravers of Jason and all those. Uh, those I, I would almost lean in towards A because they were more mainstream. Right. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. mainstream. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look through Netflix, you can in <laughs> the horror section, it's like you got like five or six mainstream ones, and mm-hmm. then just a full, you know, just <laughs> a stream of horrible, of horrible movies. Yes. Oh horrifying horrible yeah horrible and not in a good way yeah um sorry that just made this isn't on topic (laughs) it's kind of on topic yeah um it just made me think of something that's always bothered me about um the the words horrible and terrible okay the the kind of the 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 versions of those words and and, and, Um, in the way they're used well let me give you an example okay you have horror, mm-hmm. which is the base word for horrible and uh, horrific. Okay. And then you have terror, mm-hmm. which is the base word for terrible and terrific. Now, there's six words there. Mm-hmm. Only one of them, terrific, is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. even, even though these it, things like the other. Exactly. Even though its base word is terror, did terrific... Did terrific actually come from terror? I believe so. Yeah. I can't think of any other uh, root. Hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know my etymologies very well. Oh, okay. But uh, that's just, you know, yeah. my common sense way of, of finding the, the source of that. Hmm. I, I It truly confuses me. Um, it <laughs> should, terrific should be, like, the same as horrific. Like, just some terrible thing. You, know you, mean, you mean, like, the meaning of it. Yeah. yeah. The meaning is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe it, it, it started out as bad. We're like, no, we we need at least one good term in there. Yeah, I guess. So we changed it, maybe. Yeah, but... Uh, Pretty much horror movies, horror movies is, yeah. is what I go to first. Um, fear, let me think. Fear. I mean, I suppose maybe the second thing would be like bad dreams or, you know, all, one of the 20 questions you get asked is, you know, <laughs> what are you most afraid of? What's your biggest fear? Yeah. Phobias, stuff like that. Do you have any phobias? Um, I wouldn't, I would classify them more as rational and irrational fears. Mm hmm. Well, um, isn't a phobia defined as an irrational fear? I believe so. Yeah. But I don't think my version of those fears are as intense as a, as a phobia. Okay. So it, 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 it's not on the same scale. Okay. So a minor irrational fear? Yeah. Like arachnophobia. I don't like spiders, but yeah. I'm not deathly afraid of yeah. it. Yeah. It's also on some level not irrational to dislike spiders. No. Or to be afraid of spiders. No, because it, it, it comes... Maybe in Canada it is. <laughs> yeah. In Australia it's not irrational mm-hmm. to be yeah, afraid it, of spiders. It, in the overall, those types of fears did originate in rationality because there was harm associated with it. Right, right. What would be a more irrational phobia, I guess, just a fear of open spaces? Um, like, what well, would yeah. be rational about that? Well, there's, there's a lot of of potential there, for for harm to come to you. I mean, the more open a space, the more space you have to take into consideration when considering. Okay, mm-hmm. is there anything here that can harm me? Is there anything yeah, that are can harm me? Yeah, you're more open you? to be vulnerable. Yeah, you just need to ab- absorb more information. Whereas a closed space, there's not as much around yeah, you that can hurt you. So yeah, yeah, I suppose that would be one. Um, but yeah, if well, you should be able to avoid it if it's out in the open space see it coming unless it's faster than you <laughs> the the unknown it um but yeah I, I find that the conversation about what's a phobia and what's a fear like the rationality mm-hmm. uh, conversation it's kind of a amorphous kind of topic because you can rationalize anything like if you say, Oh, yeah. it's irrational to be afraid of clowns, it's like, okay. Well, for, but you, for me though, <laughs> I but, see it from this aspect. Yeah, but you look you know, look back in the person's past and, you know, their mother was stabbed by a clown or oh, something. Geez. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> or their father was Our a trunk. clown and you know you know, you can rationalize anything. Mm-hmm. But so it's rational for them. Yeah. So so the defi- the definition is kind of is it rational for the average person or most of society? Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of it's not a very helpful definition, no. I find. So, yeah, like, other oh, like f- afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much afraid of the darkness. That's not irrational. No. Um, just, yeah, creepy crawlies in general. Yeah. Like, if they're over there, fine. Just, yeah. You know, if they start crawling... It, it's... Though it's weird, if I observe it crawling on me, like, it slowly works its way, okay, that's fine. But yeah. if it's... If I, if I all of a sudden randomly feel that out of nowhere, yeah. then it's that sort that of jump yeah. scare. You look down and there's suddenly a spider on your arm. Yeah, like, nope, get away. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember hearing from Elon Musk about his fear of the dark as a mm-hmm. kid. He said, I used to be afraid of the dark. And then I learned that darkness is just an absence of photons. And I thought it was silly to be f- afraid <laughs> of an absence of photons. Right. So I stopped being afraid of the dark. <laughs> um, I really like that. <laughs> That's a brilliant kind of... Mm-hmm. Why be afraid of essentially nothing, yeah, because it was a it was a it was an ignorance, it was a kind of ignorance that he didn't yes. know what was in the dark, and I mean dark is kind of a metaphor for any unknown, mm-hmm. so we're afraid of the unknown, which is totally rational, yeah, um, but that becomes irrational when you don't under like as a child, you don't understand what the darkness is or what so you start be. adding more to right. it right you just see dark it's like um it's like the uh oh, i'm forgetting the term for it um when when you dis when you turn the corner a baby doesn't know you 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 just cease to You're, exist yeah you just disappear um, they don't understand the concept uh, object permanence that's what right it. um so yes yeah, because i i recently came across that on the the, the I don't know if it's the new challenge on the internet, where you pull a sheet up with your dog and yeah. then you disappear. Yeah, <laughs> same, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you, you disappeared from its, you know, observable universe. Yeah. So, so you're just gone, no longer in existence. So it's kind of like that where they don't know. They just see blackness. So they don't know what you see, You know, they're in their bedroom. You turn off the light, mm-hmm. they know the closet was over there and there was a chair there and a wardrobe and a lamp, but suddenly it's, it's just all gone. shadowy figures, maybe pitch black, but more likely it's shadowy figures and the lamp is no longer a lamp. No, the lamp is, a, is a man standing in the corner yes. or the wardrobe is a monster. Or, <laughs> and so they don't know that things retain what they are mm-hmm. when other factors change, like the lights are off. Right. I have a long way of saying very simple things. <laughs> well, it works though. It's yeah to explain it yeah it's also weird because as not just humans but I guess as, as a society we have sort of a an obsession with fear it is an odd emotion that it's it's one of the only negative emotions that, that we, we strive for yeah we, we continuously go back it. to yeah because like I love horror movies I, yeah. I I look for ones that will actually scare me yeah like yeah. The, the very first one that actually frightened me was paranormal activity yeah because it because it, it Many there have there been many copies of it since, but it, it was essentially the first of its kind mm-hmm. of a found footage. Yeah. So it was a more realistic. Well, it wasn't it, the first found footage film. No. No. Oh, sorry, like, Blair Witch. Blair Witch came before that. I and mean, there could be more before that. Yeah. Even, but uh... okay, then, well then I would say it perfected it. To, yeah, it was a very degree. good one. Yeah, because like the, the sound design behind it was really well. The effects yeah. were well done. Yeah. It didn't seem like a movie didn't have those elements to it yeah yeah which it's, was really nice those, those are the kind of movies where nothing can happen for like 20 minutes yeah. and you're not even bothered by it <laughs> whereas if you went to see you know the next avengers movie and it was like 20 mm-hmm. minutes of just kind of like you know captain america drinking coffee <laughs> reading and, just, the paper. and then goes to bed and you just stare at a blank room you know tony stark's lab <laughs> for a bit it's like what is happening <laughs> it's like no. their day off like, yeah but that would probably be going in with your expectation going into it you're expecting a certain type of movie so with a horror movie you kind of want that suspensefulness to build up to something so it'll yeah and I mean going back to the unknowns Mm -hmm. the whole point of the horror movie is to make you afraid and the easiest way to do that is to make sure that you don't know what's going to happen next so any way to throw off your instincts your expectations is gonna feed that fear yeah so you, you always hide the, the villain or the mm-hmm. monster within within shadows so you don't fully see it right which yeah which definitely works and i always hate the ones where it's like here's the monster here it is yeah it's like i can clearly clearly see it it's not scary anymore mm-hmm. like there's nothing and then yeah. you, you can't build it up after the fact yeah because something is always scarier in your mind before it is defined right because you will always put more into it yeah than there actually is I thought that um, Stephen King's uh, It, mm-hmm. uh, originally a book, and then uh, a movie, and now another movie that made yep. you know, a sequel <laughs> of, <laughs> just wringing all the money they can out of it. Um, but I thought it was brilliant. And this was in the novel and the most recent okay. adaptation. Potential spoilers ahead. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> Not really, but kind <laughs> of. Um, there's a point where the kids are have confronted it in the, the in, in the sewer. Um, this is in the house. Oh, in the house. okay. He said one of the kids, um, as it is approaching him, mm-hmm. uh, says like, "You're not real. You're not real. I know you're not real." And it basically laughs at the kid because the kids <laughs> thought that it was all in their head. And like, yes. if they knew, if they convinced themselves that he wasn't real, that then they heard him. him. That has been a trope in like several other movies mm-hmm. where it is all in your mind, and the challenge is to overcome that. Yes, but in this movie. It just laughs, laughs at the kids and says, "You know, like, am Noah. I am I not real enough now for you, Bobby? Yeah. Or you know, whatever?" like <laughs> slashes, him. yeah, and then actually hurts and, him. Yeah, and like he feels like the the glow and the, yeah, the, kid, in yeah, the because blood. Th- that was when his hand transformed into a claw and right. slashed him, yeah. him. And so at that point, both the kids and the audience are thinking, "Oh fuck, like, that <laughs> wasn't the answer. Like mm-hmm. that, that wasn't it." And it turns out that it's the fear that is. That is causing them to be the driving factor. Yeah, the driving factor behind it. Um, it's not reality, it's fear. Yeah, which you know? then gives him more strength. Right. Yeah. So it's just the less you believe in him, the less strength he has. It doesn't make him any less real. The, the less afraid of him, mm-hmm. the less real he becomes, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> but that's why I love Stephen King. Yeah. yeah. He's great at doing that. And then it sort of flipped on at its head when it's like, Okay, well I imagine that my asthma thing is now poisonous yeah. to you. Which yeah, exactly. didn't fully yeah, doesn't fully make know. sense. Yeah. But, they have to defeat him somehow. Yeah. You know? At least they didn't keep in the It somehow. I said him. It's, oh sorry. sorry. Yeah. Don't wanna offend it, anyone. It, it does have a name by the way. Pennywise. Oh I know. Well yeah. that's the clown version. Yes. It is not a clown. No, the original demon form. The, yeah. The Shadow Realm spider-ish thing. Something weird, yeah. But uh, at least they didn't keep in the original way the kids dealt with their own situation in the yeah. sewer. Yeah. Which... yeah, there's some... <laughs> I mean, it's Stephen King who yeah. explores innocence in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways. The, the, the time in w- which it was written to affects it. So. Yeah, yeah. Back to fears, though. So we, mm-hmm. we've got... We've okay, got... so yeah, so i've said some of my fears what would be some of your oh, basic fears what were some of your fears spiders like and, you had creepy crawlies uh, heights your, um, your typical things yeah i guess in terms of like physical things mm-hmm. i hate sorry i shouldn't say i hate that's a strong uh, word i i do hate them but we're talking You're about fear, dislike so it. i am i don't even know if i'm afraid you um, just dislike it yeah, I was going to say I really dislike swarms of things. Okay. Like a lot of ants. Like I can deal with a couple of ants. Yes. But once you get into like the thousands, it, it becomes, becomes... overwhelming. Yeah. It becomes like my skin crawls. and okay. you know, um, Too many people as well? Like uh, a large, very large crowd in a No. Ball? No. Because I am a person. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's less... So it's something other than you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once again, I'm not sure if fear is the right emotion there i guess i have to ask this question there are a lot of chairs in here are you okay <laughs> <laughs> oh now that i'm looking around um no i tend to be afraid of more abstract things rather than physical right. things um and <laughs> this is where it could potentially get very real yeah but uh it's it's more the fear of that we all have of like death or uh, the, the fear of, it, yeah. of um, more specific ones like to fear that reality isn't as I see it. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'm, maybe I'm, I've been, you know, brain damaged since I was a kid and everyone is, I think they're acting normally to me, but right. really I'm basically in a wheelchair as a vegetable yeah, and they're just, you know, sitting there just patting almost. my head saying, oh, he's having a good day today. Yeah. You know, that is horrifying. Be- yeah, because the, 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 the way the, the brain itself will twist things and mm-hmm. it becomes your own reality. Yeah it's it's very similar to dreams too like mm-hmm. the, the the time dilation like a, a normal dream is what five to 15 seconds yeah i'm not sure the time on that but yeah they're very or short the average, yeah. yeah whereas it, it could seem like hours mm-hmm. so who yeah. knows if you are just this it could all be a dream yeah another it's a concept that i'm afraid of yeah is infinity That is just terrifying when you apply it to any situation. There is no good outcome (laughs) once you extend time (laughs) infinitely. Mm -hmm. It's just... Whether you're stuck in paradise, paradise will become hell, and yeah. like hell will become paradise, and then you'll be confused. You'll lose your mind. Like there's no good outcome for any infinite. Yeah, time. And, and that would probably stem from because we are not a a, a permanent thing. Yeah, it, that something like that is very for hard for us to conceptualize. Right. Yeah. So if we did have longer lifespans, mm-hmm. we could probably easier adjust to it. Yeah. But because we are, so shortly lived. Yeah, and it's the way the mind works it's it's a tricky thing to to um, realize but if you think that you're living that you're immortal let's Mm -hmm. say in a sense you become a more like if you think you're stuck in like say you had a bad acid trip or something you know and you're just stuck in this negative emotional state and you think it's Going on forever, it has been going on forever. Yeah, you think I've just been here since the beginning of time, and I'm just <laughs> you know, blah blah blah. I'm the worst, you, and everything's you horrible. Reality at that point. At that point, you may as well be living in an infinite loop yeah. of your own, you know, <laughs> disgust or whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a horrifying thought, being stuck in the head. Well, I um, I, I, I I wouldn't call it a fear of mine, but I've a, I've had a similar experience mm-hmm. when I've gotten too high. Yeah, yeah, off the, the now legalized. That's actually lead. yeah, it's actually appropriate today. Yeah. Is uh, um, <laughs> the it's celebration legalized in, in Canada? Mm-hmm. You know? uh, I I don't want to say I coined the term, but it's the the best thing. how way I could have, I could explain it is where I Doctor Manhattan, mm-hmm. whereas from Watchmen, Doctor Manhattan, um, his perception of time is all instantaneous. So yeah. the, the past, the present, simultaneous. Simultaneous, simultaneous, simultaneous. Yeah, It's all is all happening at the same time. Yeah. So it's happened a few times where I've gotten too high. And it's like, okay, I don't know if I've done the thing I want to do, if I'm doing it, or if I've already done it. It really sucks when you have to pee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, and so, like, you're sitting in that moment, but you're like, it's only been a minute, or has it been? Like, it, you know, the the, the timeness doesn't. It all blends really affect, together. Yeah. yeah, in the works of uh, Kurt Vonnegut, the author, mm-hmm. um, it it's a recurring theme that there are these aliens called. Uh, Tramphalmadorians, I believe. Okay. <laughs> um, and they see time all at once as well. Right. And uh, they can kind of lend this ability to certain people. Um, but uh, it's he describes it beautifully like, you know, uh, amber, like bugs yeah. trapped in amber. In, in, in the sap. Yep. He describes us humans as stuck in the present, like bugs are trapped in amber. Right. We, you're stuck in that thickness of. Right. Them. About yeah. The present time. And so, we can't live in the past. We can't no. live in the future. We, because we, Cause we we're, we're stuck. really are stuck. And, in the and there's no way for us to get out of that. Yes. And so, the Trampal see people basically as like a time lapse, where you see like someone walking, and then you see like their their previous state as right. they're walking. So it's kind of like yeah. this worm shape. The, the, the sort of stop motion pictures. Yeah. I yeah. Say. And so they just see you know people, and then when the person dies. They're dead now, but they mm-hmm. didn't used to be, and you know, right? Blah, 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 yeah, because every, everything yeah. that came before doesn't just disappear; it's right, still all right. there in, still, in, in the amber. It's all yeah. happening. It all happened. Yeah. Um, so it goes. It's a fun thought, yeah. but anyways, yeah, um, <laughs> covered a lot there: infinity, uh, death, being yeah. trapped in the mind, yeah. no drug is induced. It, is there any overarching or overall fear that would supersede all those or? a core yeah one that is Mm. truly haunting Um, I have this weird fear that is irrational Mm -hmm. and I know it's irrational that somehow after I die I'm gonna have anxiety that I'm dead (laughs) and interesting it it is as soon as you hear it as soon as I say it I know it's absurd (laughs) But at the same time, it's still makes it's cringe. still there. Like yeah. the the intellectual side of my brain cannot convince the emotional side that it's not no. real. Yeah, and so it's it's just this weird. Uh, well, yeah, re- because you don't know that once your physical body stops, you don't know that anything else continues or doesn't. Well, that's the thing. I, I firmly believe that nothing app like nothing continues. It all right. ends. Once all I right. Die. Well, then yeah. But how, what about the transference of energy, like and matter? nothing is ever created or destroyed it just transfers right but we don't know what consciousness is yet so consciousness for all we can tell is just a pattern Mm -hmm. so it's not extra energy that is that is continuing on Mm -hmm. it is just the way we are formed Mm -hmm. and so i mean you take a rock and you split it into a bunch of pieces it's still a rock and it's just yeah it's no long long rock it's no longer that rock you know it's it's now a bunch of other things and i will just be a bunch of other things not myself right so i think it it all ends in in death but i have this anxiety that i'm going to be aware of it uh, that would that would, would be death. my yeah. main fear aware I'm of your own death aware that i'm dead yeah. that i'm no longer existing because mm-hmm. that's an, it, it goes back to the in, infinite thing where yeah. i do not want to live forever well yeah because you know because that'd if be you're aware. aware right after your death, that right. means then you're just going to continue. in Awareness that state. is the problem. <laughs> that is, you know, death isn't the problem. So the piece Life of advice is the problem. <laughs> so the piece of advice would be: don't be aware. Just, yeah, just yeah. ignorance just, is bliss. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just glaze over and sleep as much through. as you can. <laughs> <laughs> sleep is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like with consciousness, we we really don't know, but we we have measured that once a person dies, the brain still continues to fire for I think it's five to eight minutes after death? Well, um, I, I, I'm not close to the research on this, mm. but um, there's different types of death, you know, clinical death yeah. versus conscious death versus other things. Um, and so whenever you hear often in the in the medical mm. society... Well, I, I, I was, I was going <laughs> to denigrate certain books, but... Um, certain journals. Certain books that claim people, you know, saw the afterlife and things like right. that most of the most of the time mm, the near they, death experiences yeah then you're yeah um, most of the time they are skewing or confusing the data on what type of death occurred okay they will say it was clinical death when really it was just the awareness of living where you know the brain is still functioning yeah, but but the heart stopped for a while the heart is and i mean my heart could stop and then you resuscitate me it's, yeah. you know people have heart attacks people drown people you know that happens all the time but we don't say they died. No. We said they their heart stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, which you could uh, look at that as just um, this is going to be very abstract, but yeah. um, an extended heartbeat. Right, you could argue that between every heartbeat, your heart does stop. Right, well, but it is so minute. Think about hibernation in yeah. animals, mm-hmm. or you can even the frogs that you know, freeze. You can, you know, we can freeze certain animals, certain reptiles, and reanimate them. And then they go on living they mm-hmm. don't say they died they're no, just, they just paused and you know with upcoming advancements in uh cryo uh, cryogenics um this is just going to keep coming up you no. know people aren't dead they're frozen yeah or they're, they're asleep or right. they're you know between heartbeats <laughs> but, uh, would that be something that, that you would consider cryogenics cryogenics um no 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 i'm i'm good you, would, with... you wouldn't want to continue no you're you're with the the one span you have yeah I mean I'd be interested to see what happens in you know 200, 1000 a million years but no no, it's not worth it it's not worth the the awareness so going going off of that then you (laughs) would this would probably be bad for you transferring your consciousness into data and living on a hard drive or an internet type thing yeah, I don't see any way of, of perfecting that technology to the point where it would be even safe or advisable. Mm-hmm. I mean, but but yeah. just going off of your fears, that would be really That would be bad really a... bad, really, yeah, yeah. Because you're existing but not, and, like, so if somebody presses delete, but then does that delete you? Well, I mean... Can you delete that? I assume we wouldn't program a, <laughs> just a delete <laughs> button on the whole consciousness. It's on the keyboard. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're we just in, in a computer. Yeah. Um, but no, any any way you look at that uh, through, you know, transhumanism mm-hmm. or, you know, cryogenics or, um, you know, the singularity, Ray Kurzweil and uh, nanobots and things like that, there's really no um, perfect way yet of, of doing that. So the would, mind is too complicated. No. Would you be okay with just extending your life then with like current medical, like we've already extended our, our, our lifespans a while. Yeah, that's true. And obviously, we're going to continue getting there. Would you be OK with just regular, short uh, um, intervals? Yeah, I suppose. Like yeah. living that extra five, 10 years? I mean, every time I, I choose a salad over a burger, I'm kind of extending my <laughs> life in a, in a way. Are you, though? And, you know, <laughs> the thing is, I don't choose the salad over no. a so, <laughs> But uh, I mean, those are just short term life extending you mm-hmm. know, effects. So, There's no permanence to that, either no no but i mean I, I suppose i would extend a little bit um and actually um the author um, michael Shermer he's known for uh, founding skeptic magazine he recently wrote a book uh, called heavens on earth where he looks at the different versions of the afterlife okay. from religious um explanations or scientific possibilities for mm-hmm. the afterlife and um he notices a trend in interviewing people and these accounts that, you know, you ask someone on their deathbed, you know, wouldn't you like to live like one more week? Right. And they say, oh, yeah, maybe just one more week. And then you get to the end of that week and you, like, you oh, the oh, question have again. one more. Yeah. yeah. Just one more. They're and it just, just always keeps just going. going more. Just one more. Exactly. So, but that just goes back to the fear of death. Yeah. You know, just we don't, don't want it to end. end. We don't want it to end. Whereas I just want it to end. That's it. That's it. That's it. No, it, it would. would be bad if it didn't end right that's that's religious (laughs) so all right then i for my biggest fear i guess i could say um would is the fear of being alone Mm -hmm. yeah that's common i would say yeah now i i've never really thought too much into it i haven't delved whether or not it would be like the absence like complete absence of uh other like whether or not all humanity was gone and I was just left. Yeah. Or if I'm alone but still surrounded by people, I don't know which version yeah. it is. It's either the apocalypse or heartbreak is what you're <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah. I don't know. But from my understanding is the, the reason why, why I have that fear is probably my outlook on life, which mm-hmm. would probably be your reasoning for, well, not the reasoning, but the, the basis of, of your fears as well. Mine is I'm very very cynical mm. with a touch of nihilism. Mm. Yeah. So when you add that together, to me that makes sense that those two go hand in hand. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I suppose every nihilist is a cynic. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think our, our once again the the rationalization for anything is going to be personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, um, I've are you asking the the personal reasons why i i fear no no infinite <laughs> awareness <laughs> no it would just be like would that make sense for f- for your scenario like would your outlook on life like your type personality make sense to your fears oh okay um so like because i'm cynical and, and nihilistic that sort of yeah. feeds into alone yeah would i mean i i'm not sure if i can answer that because i don't really think of myself in terms of a certain way yeah, of thought. Of was, I mean, I can say that I agree with certain nihilistic uh, thoughts mm-hmm. and uh, certain Stoic thoughts and certain religious thoughts even. you know, mm-hmm. No one's perfect. Um, but I, I, I don't really identify as, as anything in particular. Right. So, I mean, the, the fear of awareness is... It makes sense. It, it's not like... <laughs> the one red thing in an all blue house of my mind you know (laughs) right you know it's they all all my thoughts tend to cohere there's no anomalies there um so i can make sense of why i fear it and Mm. you can understand it i understand it yeah in terms of the rest of my life okay interesting basically the same answer as you i just don't have (laughs) labels that i but from your understanding of your aspects, it does does connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, another abstract fear, which is inter- interesting, yeah. um, it's interesting to me at least, um, is this topic we've talked about in person yeah. a little bit. This idea of truth and how do you prove things, right. and you know, you, you a lot of people say you can't prove subjective. Things, you right, know yeah because what's true to yeah. one person is right. always true to another because of, of the way they've perceived it right and that's that's a big topic to tackle but I want to raise the other side of that where not only can you not prove subjective mm-hmm. things but you can't prove objective things either okay. um, and there's this fun fun little uh, thought, experiment? Uh, thought experiment in philosophy called the Munchausen Trilemma. Um, right. Named after a guy named Baron Munchausen. I figure it's much. Um, and it goes that he was riding his horse in the woods one day okay. and um, got stuck in the mud, started as sinking into the mud. You do, yeah. And to get himself and his horse out of the mud, mm-hmm. he grabbed himself by his hair and pulled up. Right. And pulled himself out yeah. of the mud. Um, and there's different versions of this people say uh, you pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Yeah, um, that's kind of a way of like and so intu- Yeah, you're, you're still pulling yourself, up. right? So intuitively we know this doesn't make no sense. it doesn't work and you can look at it in terms of the physics and realize why <laughs> that doesn't work um, But it, it the so the, the Munchausen trilemma there's three parts to it. Okay, and it says that when you're trying to prove anything that proof will then require more proof right so you prove one thing but how do you know that one thing and then you prove yeah. that and then there's something else so there's three parts to it you can either prove something using circular reasoning okay where your uh, premise is the same as your conclusion yeah it just keeps looping back upon itself back upon itself there's the infinite regress where the proof requires a proof that and requires just a proof keep going and you just keep back. going back forever or there's the um, axiomatic um, proof where you just say, I assume this, and then everything else works. Right, so, okay. So, you know, the obvious one is mm-hmm. there is a God, and therefore everything else. May, you can make sense of everything yeah, once you, you assume that. Yeah, you're no, you're no longer questioning. You're just going, okay, you're right. we're going to assume yeah. this one thing works. And if something doesn't work, then return to the axiom and say, Start okay, over, yeah. yeah. So, okay. given that, there's no way to prove anything without committing a fallacy. Fully, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that kind of reminds me back in high school when I took geometry mm-hmm. and part of it was proof geometry mm-hmm. where you were given the problem or the solution and you're like, okay, prove it. Yeah. So then you, you then have to come up with the, the formula and the calculation of, okay, well, this then equals this and then this to this, so yeah. it all then uh-huh. proves this. Yeah. In, in my first year at uh, studying astrophysics, I took a linear algebra course. And it was all proofs, like proving oh. the, you know, uh, just various names of mathematicians <laughs> who came up with these things, mm-hmm. and prove this theorem, and you had to use matrices and linear algebra to prove them, and it was horrible, it was so, <laughs> oh my god, Yeah, yeah. I, some I guy came up trying with the proof. You know? It's like, okay, well that's the answer, why yeah. do I need the rest of the question to, yeah. that's the answer. Yeah. Like regular algebra, that's fine, okay y2 plus x to the whatever yeah. and, and this equals this okay i plugging in different formulas yeah. you're then solving something you're not proving right the final yeah. answer um, and there's a kind of a related thing here i don't know how much we want to talk about mathematics but uh, mathematician kurt girdle mm-hmm. um he had yeah. this girdle <laughs> yeah g-o-d-e-l but oh. it's german it's right the, loud i'm not sure if that's oh, the, right. the two dots the two dots over yeah. the o i think it is um but uh he has his famous incompleteness theorem okay um where he proved so then uh, is the theory incomplete yeah that's <laughs> the thing um uh he he showed that things can be true but unprovable okay um using certain paradoxes and things like yeah. that um but uh the, the underlying, why I brought this up at all, the trilemma, um, is that it's a fear of mine that the reasons I have for believing things aren't real. Aren't real or so aren't, true, aren't true. Aren't true, yeah. And there's no real way to prove them. <laughs> so, I'll, you know, I'd like to believe that I live my life rationally and based on good reasons yeah. but based and, on your reason which is your proof but right. if that truth isn't true then it's all lies exactly. it so much real right so philosophically this is a trap <laughs> yeah um, no matter which way you look at and it and if you ask a scientist a working scientist about <laughs> this he'll say yeah i don't care <laughs> so basically we give just, me the data and then we'll, we'll we shove you. that aside and say yeah but we are doing a lot of good work here yeah. and, you know, this is what making, we've observed yeah. so therefore yeah, and so it, it comes back to this idea of absolute truth where nothing is absolute there are no absolute truths which yeah but is, is that not is that an absolute in and it of itself is the thing yeah <laughs> like I said that's the philosophical <laughs> question to that but Scientists don't deal in absolutes. They they no, because that's that's part of the point of science. Is yeah. everything is essentially a theory until proven otherwise. Right. Yeah. We don't we don't prove things. We prove things that are not. Yes. No. <laughs> Gravity is the only remaining theory. Yeah, it doesn't work up. <laughs> you know, there are not <laughs> angels pushing the planets. We proved that wrong. You yeah. know, kind of thing. We'll proved things wrong until we get to the one remaining thing hopefully yeah. remove all, all the other variables till we're left with the one exactly so we might be wrong like look at something like quantum mechanics or dark energy yeah. or things that are currently we don't know the solution for um and so we're just slowly eliminating possibilities yeah. it can't be this it can't be this it's it might be string theory you know had this could be this mm-hmm. and, um well because like we again with gravity we still don't even fully understand that Right, yeah, there's certain situations where gravity is perplexing. Yeah, (laughs) as far as we know, it's just metal rotating around metal, which creates gravity, (laughs) and and the the magnetic spheres, and mass. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of things people tend to say they they know how it works, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, this computer that's in front of us right now, if, you, if if the whole world was just annihilated yeah. and you were there in the woods, there's no technology, would you be able to build a computer? No. No. I've, I, mean, I brought this up to other people, too. It's you, like, okay, yes, we have smart people nowadays, yeah. yeah, but you take those smart people away. Yeah. But even, I, I don't think, maybe a hand, maybe, like, I could count them on my hand, yeah. could build a computer. Like yeah, you, from you take scratch. You and- take one part of this, like the screen, the most... Yeah the simplest part of this really you look okay there's pixels but the pixels are just lights that blink on and off different yeah. colors but what's color how do you get color How do you mm-hmm. get light what's electricity you look at a light bulb it, okay well, there's how do you make that there's metal okay you had to extract the metal from the ground yeah. and then you just rub it together or you, there's electricity in the metal what's electricity what's <laughs> you know you, there's just so many questions you mm-hmm. can answer each one of them but oh true, to, true. trust me it, it boggles my mind that we're at a place where we are now like just in technology because it's yeah. like well how did we get here Yeah. W- 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 what made somebody go I'm going to melt this rock down yeah. why yeah. Uh, yeah. oh look metal okay yeah. the, the, the reasoning behind it is yeah. just yeah. and uh, I, I think most of it comes from accident because I think from what I remember reading from where we discovered ore was when we built our fires we built them with rocks around them hmm. and then the ore sort of seeped through well, that, that could be yeah, from oh what I've heard. I, yeah, I've, I feel like we could trace back the lineage there and the history and learn yeah. how, and it would make sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, as a kid growing up in the twenty-first century, yeah, people say, oh, information is stored on the computer. It's yeah, like okay, you okay. type something in, but like how, how is where it is it? Yeah. Like you, you can give someone a memory stick that has you know, a thousand books on it, you know, a thousand videos, well, yeah. a million books. It's like, how does, I, I don't understand the, the condensing process, how things, how information becomes dense. Like, oh, yeah, that. we now have tiny sticks yeah. which are gigs and gigs and gigs yeah. worth of storage. Yeah. Whereas a few years ago, it was a few megabytes. Yeah. You look at the floppy disk. Yeah. That used to be the, like a, a peak of information stored. We yeah. could put so much yeah. on it. Now it's like, I mean, one song. And, I mean, I'm I'm thinking even more elementary than that. I mean, I'm a pretty smart person. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty rational. But the idea that you could even put a single word of information Did, on, onto, something onto something digital, that is magic, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it basically that, is, because you can't explain it. That. That's the most magical thing that I can imagine. But... It makes sense scientifically. You know, I could have someone explain it to me and I would nod the whole yeah, time. Th- okay, but, that's there's what we this, know, but it's still this sensation there's no that you are a magician <laughs> and, you know, this is magic and I'm hallucinating this. And it, it's it's truly remarkable that even that oh, is, for sure. is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's how we explain magic is just mm-hmm. highly advanced science that we c- can't possibly understand. So was so that uh, Philip... Oh. See Clark or something like that. to well, coined his, the term? Yeah, uh, any significantly advanced, sufficiently advanced technology yeah. is uh, indistinguishable well, from, from magic. magic yeah, comes also in Thor. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know we're off topic, but yeah. that 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 does lead back within the fear of we're always trying to explain it. Yeah. So we can understand it, because then it will make sense to us. And then we then we'll no longer fear it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why we all huddled huddle, huddle around fires and told stories mm. to give us that sense of community understanding. And once you have that light, it pushes away the darkness. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, like, archetypes. But if mm-hmm. you, you can break down pretty much any story to, you know, it's a, a fear of the darkness or a fear of right. the unknown. And, you know, you can kind of break anything down, any story to the bare essentials where it is we are trying to get information to combat our ignorance yes so that we are more comfortable with other people like those are the basic (laughs) right yeah like we want other people we want to know where we are who we are yeah which is a very human concept because you look at other animals yes they have fear but just fear of harm yeah whereas uh, because they don't have a fear of existence as per se, I would argue that we don't either, but we we, we complicate <laughs> things. Yes, well, of course we complicate it. Why not? Yeah, so yeah. we do. Yeah, I'm not sure if, I mean, I think higher level animals um, could have other fears than harm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. We just are unable to understand at that yeah. at this point. And it, it would be hard to to figure out what fear like fear is hard to distinguish from, you know. Stress sometimes, or or just uh, discomfort, or Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's hard to say. That's fear as opposed to certain other. It's uh, just not pleasant. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, when a baby's taken away from its mother, is it afraid? Maybe Mm, it's more just wants its mother back. it it wants that comfortness. Yeah, that sense of um, at a complete state. Because once you've taken it out, you've changed something. Feeling of home. Yeah, You, you could also look at it with the. Uh, what is that test called? Turing test. Yes, because it, it basically basically that boils down to: Do you have a fear of death? For, in my eyes, the Turing test, in, in, in a degree, that's kind of how you're going to have to break that down a little bit more for me. Well, uh, I, I do understand that the, the Turing test is um, used to uh, on some sort of AI to try and uh, make it seem to the tester that it is not robotic. So Mm -hmm. it it, it, it is indistinguishable from other life. Right. It was actually originally a a test to determine intelligence. Oh, really? Uh, It wasn't actually uh, specifically designed to try and, you know, fool about consciousness. Mm -hmm. It was more about intelligence. But it's become, you're right, yeah, to try and fool um, the tester to think they're interacting with a human. Yeah. Uh, Or, you know... (laughs) It's usually a human, yes. you know. So, 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 whereas I see that, I, I see that as it. Yes, you are testing for consciousness and, and being a hu- human, quote unquote. Mm. But I, you see that as just being alive, and then to to define testing being alive, it's do you fear death? Because mm. if you don't fear death, are you alive? Because <laughs> you are not really. I mean, living. that's a very broad definition. Yeah. Um, I mean. Right now, I don't fear fear death, but tomorrow I might might wake up yeah. and yeah, you be don't want to die, but so I mean, I think the fear of death is is a part of being alive for humans at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, for you know, I could go weeks and months without thinking about death. Yeah, and even if I did think about it, I'd be kind of at peace with it because mm-hmm. I would have accepted it, and then. Like I said, the next day you could be like, "Oh God, you know, <laughs> I was born. I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm temporary. You know, <laughs> I these... want to be around. Yeah, I don't want to end. Yeah. But uh, so no, I don't. I don't agree that to be alive is to to fear death. I mean, I remember reading in like grade nine yeah. biology textbook, um, like the there was like five or maybe eight. Bullet points like how we determine what is alive, like right. a living thing. Okay, and there were certain you know it has to regulate its uh, body, body temperature. Body right. temperature, you know, it has to, or not even that, but it has to have some sort of regulation. It has to, you know, there was certain like things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, m- more, more to our point, to be alive. I mean, if we do develop AI at some point, yeah, it might be conscious or it might not be conscious. Could it be alive without being conscious? Um, or plants I would conscious? say no, because to be conscious would also be self-aware. Really? That's the way I would see it, yeah. Yeah. Because other than that, you're just imitating. You're, you're pre-programmed to think a certain way and to... Okay. So if you program a, an, an AI with consciousness, that's all pre-programmed. It's not thinking on its own. Mm. You've already programmed it to think that way. What if you programmed it to think on its own? <laughs> let, let me step back. <laughs> Is a plant conscious? Uh, there have been tests that say there are. There have been readings that when you hit a plant, it it feel, it, it spikes. Um, right. Okay. There, but there have been tests that when you hit this one plant, this other plant, like there there have been tests that say that there, there's actually communication between them. Okay. But I would argue a plant is alive, but it's not alive because like, it's not conscious. F- I, I think you're intertwining the living thing and the consciousness too much. I think yeah. they, they are distinct. I would say that, you know, if you hit a plant and another plant reacts or if it responds in a certain yeah. way, I would argue that that's the same thing as dropping a rock in water, so and the ripples went to into another area of the then. pond. Yeah, okay. it, it's purely—it's yeah. um, not even instinctual. It's no. just a reaction yeah. biologically, because um, when one thing contracts, another thing will open. Right, and I mean, if I had that list of you know five things, <laughs> which I'm sure that textbook has been revised many oh, times. I'm now. Sure, yeah, <laughs> someone has to make money off it. Um, and we looked at through it, you mm-hmm. know, a, a, say a daffodil meets all the criteria Criteria. because it has you know it responds to sunlight and it 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 has this process within itself it converts water to energy you know all these things and sugars um and carbon dioxide oxygen the whole cycle um but at the same time it doesn't have a nervous system no it doesn't and as far as we know A nervous system is required for consciousness. Yeah, it it doesn't have that central operating system, essentially. Right, yeah. Like I said before, we don't know what consciousness is. No. But we know what it's not. Right. (laughs) Likely. We know likely what it is not. We know likely that this table is not conscious. We hope so, at least. (laughs) Well, no. if if anything, you could argue it was, and we killed it to make the table. Right, yeah. (laughs) But even so, even if magically... Oh, scientifically, yeah. same thing. This table was conscious. Yeah. I wouldn't expect it to act any differently than a table.
1: No, because I mean, a, a table has always been a table. right.
0: We've grown up seeing, you know, couches on television talking to us. <laughs> right. and, oh, this is Mr. Lamp, and the lamp yeah, gives Disney us light. Might, and yeah. You know, because so we're used to having faces on things. Yeah, an- but the table an- 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 is... Anthrop- is anthrop- 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 anthropomorphized? <laughs> yes. Objects. Um yeah and but this is reality and the table is a table and even if we gave it consciousness yeah. right now it would have no way of letting us know that it was conscious no right so and probably the table would be fine being a table because that's what it is i mean it wouldn't have a choice <laughs> oh wow <laughs> but evolution <laughs> you are a table yeah evolution has done I'm a shelf <laughs> evolution has done a good job of building us from the ground up mm-hmm. such that we are able to i mean Recognizing that we are conscious yeah. is the last thing we've done evolutionarily. Like, really, yeah. First, mm-hmm. we were we had a body, and then we developed, you know, blah yeah. blah, blah blah. It went on, and we the developed, brain was really the last. Yeah, we developed the step. senses, and you know, mm-hmm. all these things. So, consciousness is really it's one of the last steps an organism would take. Yeah. in its process of uh, of living, of living yeah. and uh, extending its control over its environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz you you could argue most living things don't need consciousness. Um like cuz <laughs> I'd argue that we don't need consciousness. Yeah, no, um, yeah, you don't need consciousness to live. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's there's some interesting theories about why we developed consciousness at all. Um but uh I mean, I'm not going to go into them now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it serves certain benefits, uh, for sure. I mean, obviously, our basis, the basis for the whole civilization, for all mankind, is that we are conscious and we're able to interact and yeah. and, and problem solve and critically think and, like I said before, extend our control over our environment yeah. and other people, and work together. And so,
1: yeah, who's to together. say
0: you know how much of that would happen if we if weren't we conscious? Were, right how much are you know panthers doing right now you know they're pretty much just being a panther yeah not really developing I, I, I guess that would also go back go to like whether or not it would be like a hive mentality if we would have like one consciousness or something or mm. one controlling body yeah. yeah the 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 study of like ants and uh beehives mm-hmm. and things like that are it's really interesting research when you look at how they interact how yeah, it's all broken down yeah, yeah. um but I don't know enough about it to talk about it. no so I'm gonna plead ignorance there Yeah, because just like once the queen dies <laughs> it's all chaos yeah just like our knowledge of not knowing <laughs> yeah yeah fear
1: yeah I was gonna say
0: yeah. uh, fearing <laughs> consciousness <laughs> no, I just fear everything oh, it's, it's easier that way yeah. yeah just be afraid of everything and hide away in your house and don't speak to anyone and, and just wait to die <laughs> Yeah, all right then. Guess we'll end on that note of waiting to die. <laughs> hey, if you want to add anything, I mean, that's well, you could go to the uh, the spectacular uh, M Night Shyamalan film, I believe it was mm-hmm. After Earth. After Earth. With Will was Smith. that a Shyamalan song I think it was. What do you think? After Earth. I... Will Smith. Yeah. Was that wasn't no, oh. was that a shot I don't think so oh. I hope not <laughs> with his kid with yeah, Willow, with, 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 no, with Jaden Jaden yeah. Oh, yeah Willow's is da- daughter, daughter I and... put my hair back and forth. oh god <laughs> um, but yeah back to, you, go, you go to that movie where uh, it's written that fear isn't real it's something we've developed understanding danger that, that that's a real thing because mm-hmm. danger and harm go hand in hand but fear itself isn't a tr- isn't really real it's a concept we've made up I mean so maybe it is real maybe it isn't there are lots of concepts we've made up that are (laughs) I mean once we make them they're real yeah um but just because we say it real it's real doesn't mean it's real there's a great quote by I believe it's Kafka Uh um who said that any um anything which is not sufficiently desired or that which is let me try and get this right. Yeah. The non-existent is that which is not sufficiently desired. Meaning, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. meaning that, you know, once we want something, we make it. We create out. it, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So we don't want this building, we destroy it, Yeah. It doesn't exist. So to say fear is unreal, uh, I mean, clearly fear exists, whether we call it fear, I mean, mm-hmm. you can argue about the semantics. But things we we have called the group of sensations and reactions we have to certain things yeah. fear. And so I love labeling things. Well, I mean, it just helps make sense of what we're <laughs> what we are. So I I would say that I mean you you could call it it's it certainly been developed through evolution and, and mm-hmm. um but just because it was developed through evolution doesn't mean it, it's, it's wrong it's wrong right. or you know just because even if we developed an idea just purely on our own Mm -hmm. right now, we could just make up an idea Mm -hmm. and call it that. I mean, it has become real in that instant. It it, it may not last, but yeah, it it would be real. Fear seems to, to last stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's been around for a while. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be around for a little while longer too. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's not going anywhere. Well, no, because we'll die alone in our homes, yeah, and will right. continue. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Because <laughs> we just fear everything. And, yeah. But uh, now, right. hey, now we can just text other people, and we don't have to be alone. Yeah. But you could almost say we're more alone because of that. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot yeah. of people do. <laughs> it's not an original thought. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, this has been... Uh, Depressing? <laughs> confusing? No, I'm not depressed. I don't, I don't feel worse for it. I'm afraid of the reactions to this. Oh, really? Cause no, I'm not. <laughs> all the, the, the angry, oh, my God. Yeah. Angry keyboard haters. That guy can't stay on topic. <laughs> well, then they don't know the podcast. Yeah. yeah because we have never been on to- yeah. topic once, yeah, like, like I mean, in, in any of our episodes. Never lasts. But that's good. I mean, it's... Keeping it's, with the theme, then. It's hard. It really is hard to stay on one topic because, yeah. like you said, we give things, these labels... Um, and so, I mean, there's, out in nature, there's mm-hmm. no difference between physics, chemistry, biology, no. and psychology. because they don't even really exist. No, we just group them together because, okay, this is happening on a very small scale. Yeah. We'll call that physics. And then yeah. once it gets bigger, it's chemistry. And once it gets bigger, it's biology. And then <laughs> once it's some people, it's sociology. And then it's in individual yeah. people, it's psychology. And, you know, and so... There's really no, all. it's just knowledge. It's just information. Yeah. And so the idea that we would be sticking into one, one. category, one you, corner of You can't of that, because one always leads into the other. Everything is touching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you could also argue everything is not touching yeah. from the distance of atoms. But now you're looking at it through the eyes of physics, okay? i am just looking at it through my own eyes. Yeah. But really, I mean, physically speaking in terms of physics everything is one thing i mean there's just the atoms in my finger or or the same as the atoms in, and then there's the atoms in the air and then there's the atoms in your finger yeah and it's all just atoms yeah it's atoms all the way down so it's all just you yeah it's just all me (laughs) it's all just you it's all just me because we're all just one yeah and that's how new age philosophy starts yeah (laughs) we are one yeah but we're also alone because we can never touch because you're right exactly (laughs) the atoms don't actually get nothing touches but everything's the same thing (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah yeah keep that in mind this halloween all (laughs) um, just everything we've said okay (laughs) so just anytime someone says "Ooh, you're scary "Ooh, that's scary "Ooh, spooky just think (laughs) You know, Kurt Gödel's incompleteness theorem, yeah. the Munchausen trilemma, <laughs> AI, becoming conscious. and, and fear, of the, the fear of awareness. Fear of awareness, some spiders, swarms of things, and the fact that everything's touching, but or we're not. all the same thing. Yeah, I would say it's been both eye-opening and blinding at the same time. So, <laughs> thank you for your time. Hey, any man. man. Glad to have you. Yeah, it has been fun. <laughs> I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, we should do it again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.